2: welcome one and all weebs and casual alike we are baka and company and we're here to provide you with a deep dive into all your favorite anime shows and movies we'll talk about both new and old anime and everything in between if you have any suggestions please send them our way by either giving us a tweet at Podcast on twitter or sending us an email at podcast at gmail.com uh, this episode is about the film Steamboy, and on this show we have myself, Tendo 64 or Drew. We also have Element, Silver Lobo Sensei, and the one and only Frank Furter. Uh, so uh, this film, Steamboy, uh, is a 2004 Japanese animated steampunk action film produced by Sunrise, uh, directed and co-written by Katsuhiro Otomo, his second major anime release since Akira, the film was released in Japan on July 17th, uh, 2004. It's one of the most expensive Japanese animated movies ever made to date. Additionally, the film was in production for 10 years and utilized mo- utilized over more than uh, 180,000 drawings and 440 CG cuts. So with that in mind, uh, let's talk about Steamboy.
4: That's a very interesting fact you just laid out there because... I think that is my biggest takeaway from this movie was uh animation and art-wise, it was incredibly impressive, Um, especially for 2004. Um, like the detail and a lot of the motion and the particles and explosions, everything like that was pretty incredible. Um, I think I was less so impressed with the story in my mind, but I think watching yeah. it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say art couldn't save this movie. <laughs> Ouch! This, the, like,
0: uh, I also af- really feel Jesus.
1: <laughs> so, I to be completely frank, I I gave this a like. If I would to put a number on it, I put it a, like a six, and that's being generous.
4: I because yeah, I uh, I'd say like a seven, seven five. I think <laughs> the. The quality of wow. the art and animation is so good that it's worth watching just for that. If you like that sort of stuff. If you want to see, if you just care about, like, you know, acting and story and stuff, then, yeah, I don't think this movie was particularly strong in those regards, unfortunately. Well, you need so, a story uh, to
1: carry a movie. Like, uh, art art can only get you so far. I didn't,
0: I didn't have an issue know. with the story that much. Like, it was all over the place, sure, but, like what was going on, like, if they, like, had a concise vision for everything, and they separate all the other nonsensical shit, like, there was, like, three stories mashed into one here at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, those stories were very interesting. It's just that they need to keep a focus on one, and maybe hint at the second one. Like, there was a point in the movie where, like, the plot just stopped, and then it picked up later in the movie. If they just got rid of that part, and they just kept the plot going, and put in Necessary stuff in that in between. I think it would have been great. I'm. St- I still think this is like, as, like the element said, 7.5. I like this movie a lot. I'm gonna rewatch it. Uh, in dub, eventually, whenever the fucking thing gets here. That's yeah. what I was going
2: to ask. What did everyone <laughs> watch it in? I personally watched it dubbed.
4: Okay, so I started Sub. watching this subbed, uh, and then I was curious to hear what the dub said, because I quickly recognized this was like, you know, Industrial Revolution, London sort of thing. So I was just curious if they had gone and done, like, accents for it, and they sure as hell did. And I actually preferred it like that compared to being in Japanese, so I just continued watching it in dub. I thought the dub was...
0: Yeah, it was weird, like, Japanese... Uh, Japanese language saying all these like very uh, European white man names like I was just like all right cool I need to watch this dubbed
4: yeah typically and
0: especially since Alfred Molina and Sir Patrick Stewart are some of the voices in right
4: that. yeah voice yeah guy.
2: Patrick Stewart was awesome
4: <laughs> yeah I could totally tell it was Patrick Stewart when he started talking I'm like holy shit that's Patrick Stewart and I looked at that one sure enough it was him did not know it was he was Alfred also
2: in like Nazca too
4: oh yeah uh, and then Anna Paquin was uh, the main character. Which is pretty random, yeah um, yeah
1: she, she's also well, in uh she's also in Castle in the sky as uh yes. that's right, yeah, she's actually but, yeah, like and
2: her voice, voice changes like three times in that movie,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I watched this subbed i I couldn't find it dubbed unless it was a legal means, so I watched it subbed um, <laughs> yeah, i I don't know, but uh like the voice acting to me, it was fine, it was a little kind of weird. Just, as Lobo said, just reading all these words that you would never expect a Japanese person to say or kind of, you know, mm-hmm. pronounce. So it was a little uncanny, but I mean, it was fine overall. But like, I, I, I kind of want to backtrack on what we were talking about before about the story. It wasn't necessarily that the story was bad. The story was, okay, actually, no, the story was pretty bad. the <laughs> the char- The characters is what killed it. The characters were so uninteresting to me. They were That's I totally disagree with that. Oh. If anything,
0: that was one of the strong suits for it. No, for
1: me. to me to me the characters were like the main character was just like naive little boy, believes everything and then doesn't know what to believe and then is he's like a yes man. The, the little boy is a yes man and like I understand you're a little boy, but like when you see shit going down like that, like you you cannot be a yes man. You are make up your told. mind in, He's being told
0: two different things from people he, he holds in high regards. His grandfather and his father. His grandfather saying one thing. These guys are evil. This is this. And then his father saying, no, we're doing great things here.
1: And then you he proceed is, to he's see at your, a
0: huge crossroads and trying to figure out what the fuck he wants to do. And then like he's told these people he can trust and he finds out, oh, I can't trust these guys either.
1: No, but then like, his, there's so it's much like, going on for the kid. He straight up sees the company his dad works for and believes in is evil. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Is my dad evil or not? He's a fucking villain. Spoiler alert. Everybody but the goddamn grandpa is a villain in this movie. <laughs> And I think the worst part about this movie, and it's, like, this is what kind of peeved me off. Like, I, I I walked into the bedroom, and I just, like, looked at Sam. I was like, that was the most mediocre movie I've ever watched is the the little girl. Fucking, what's her name?
2: Scarlett O'Hara. Scarlett. <laughs> <Like>, Scarlett. <laughs> like, like, she's an actual joke.
1: <laughs> like, fucking dumbest character in the movie. I, that character pissed me off so much because I there were was... absolutely...
4: I was waiting for her to do the big turn and become a good guy, and she just never did, right?
1: No, here's the thing. She's just a whiny little baby throughout the whole entire movie, gets rescued by this kid, shouldn't have gotten rescued by this kid, and fucking at the end of the movie, she gets her own plane and becomes a pilot. No, that girl is not fucking driven at all. There's no not way she would have. Not
0: at the end would've... of the movie. Not at the end of the movie. At the end something of the credits. We don't... <laughs> At technically don't even credits. know about because they didn't tell us shit they At... just showed it to us No, I, I want that <laughs> No, I, I want to know more I don't. that's where I was just like okay this looks cool I want to know more he turns like a superhero some shit right. I'm in
1: yeah but there's no fucking way that little bratty child who's just like calling after her butler all fucking movie who has five mothers Not is gonna mother. like is going to actually get off her ass and learn how to be a pilot there ain't no fucking way and that to me was the icing well, on the okay, cake of what okay. This is
0: where you're going, like really hard and not really thinking clearly about this. After the events of this, that's where her turn was. We're legit seeing like the prologue of a story, which, stupid as it may be, was still a bit interesting. Like everything the credits, where I'm like, I want more of this. The credits is what did it for me. Like all of the things they started showing, I'm like, why is this not the main fucking story?
3: Well, it's why do we have
0: this instead? And then you see her with a fucking squadron of dudes and her giant fucking plane. And you're like, okay, eventually she becomes like super, like she becomes a good guy and she has like morals and she's not a piece of shit. And hopefully she's treating her fucking Chihuahua better.
1: I don't see that. You don't, yeah. see, that, you don't time, see that Chihuahua like... <laughs> for the rest of the movie. Like <laughs> after the, after the dog running scene, like the little runner, like self runner, you don't see that dog. The rest of the movie shit goes down. Dog's dead. It's dead. It's gone.
0: I mean, you see at the end with the in the, the photo... Wait, really? The,
4: I don't
1: remember
0: that. At the, yeah, over uh, by her feet, the fucking Chihuahua is right there. <laughs>
4: I gotcha. did not realize there was an end credit, so I completely missed that part.
0: It's legit just uh, while the credits are going through, it is the backdrop over on I the, feel like almost
1: every single movie we've watched, there's been shit in the credits, and Element has always missed it. <laughs> no, I, I've seen the other ones. <laughs> oh, no, 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 okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. He
0: missed one complete episode, and then missed... These credits. That's it.
1: Uh, okay, sorry. Element and I. I think it was Element <laughs> and I were the ones that saw the end credit picture for Metropolis. Metropolis. Yes,
2: that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, which okay, actually
1: gave it yeah. a happy ending. It did, and I feel like at the like moral of the story for us going forward, watch the fucking credits on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> True.
4: Yeah, I gotta do that more often. If
2: Marvel, if Marvel has taught us anything.
0: They ruined everything for me. I have to sit at the end of every fucking movie now.
4: <laughs> I, always just, well, <laughs> I always just check like Reddit Um Yeah, I, I didn't feel as strongly about the movie being so bad um, as Frank does. But I think maybe I'm just more yeah. forgiving of that sort of stuff. And what you said about, you know, good art can't save a movie. I think that is true in a live action movie for me. But when it's anime, I just love watching the art form so much that it was worth watching the movie just to see the animation and the art for me personally i'm not saying that's the same for everyone and i think especially like that thing you said about the cg cuts like 440 cg i a lot of the cg in the movie was pretty dodgy although it was 2004 but there was nothing impressive about the cg in this movie for me i think the this, animation cells were really impressive though so the
0: r- world itself was just as interesting uh or more interesting than the story like i want to know more about that world like The idea of how this steampunk world functions compared to, like, the actual world and how everything differs and all that. Like, the idea of, like, the steampunk world, and it's all, like, very much normal, not how I envisioned it being. And then all of a sudden, they're like, alright, cool. This is the power of steam, and it's just freaking three orbs, and they have so much steam, like, pressurized inside of it that it can run an entire tower and the entire city. What?
1: the so uh, just to touch back on cg i honestly i really didn't mind it me being the hater of cg in anime i i didn't mind it i think the cg in uh metropolis was a little better done and that was made before this movie so take that with a grain of salt but um i really didn't mind like the art like i will agree the art is great the cg was fine um the only other redeeming factor uh to this movie uh was the audio mixing the sound yeah. effects for all the explosions and everything were great like there there was heft to everything that they did but uh, i just it was such a mediocre movie cuz it's like naive kid believes dad is dead dad's alive dad's a not a bad guy is he dad's a bad guy okay these other people aren't a bad guy those people are bad guys who can i trust grandpa crazy fucking grandpa that everybody's like no don't trust grandpa i don't know i i,
0: I honestly i think you're being very critical of it and like okay he's a kid we know he's a bit of a thief of a kid he's very intelligent for who he is he idolizes his two, his his father and his grandfather that's Straight up known from the beginning. To then see the grandpa show up, say the dad's dead. So all he has left is his grandfather. And he's telling him to do all these things. He does it. Gets kidnapped, goes and sees, uh, finds out his father is actually alive and a cyborg. Awesome. And then he doesn't really pay attention much to what his dad is saying about his vision because, like, him and the girl like, start goofing off on the elevator ride. So, like, at a certain point, like, he might have said something that was like, huh, that seems sketchy. But at the same time, he might have he missed it. And then the other thing is like, again, it's his father. He's going to think highly of his father. He we know he thinks highly of his father. And then he finds out that later on his letters aren't being sent home. And the father doesn't know that his letters aren't being sent home either. So yeah, like oh, really maybe he me. doesn't know either. Maybe he doesn't know how bad it is either. And then you find out later on, during the big revelation when he steals the orb back, his father is cool with this being evil. That's when it all splits like, "All right, cool. I can't listen to my father. I have to stop him and try to save him." That is the entire thing of the movie from that point on. It's him trying to save his father.
1: Which let's let's talk about this whole kind of ending to the movie. Uh the boy his name is Ray, right? Yeah. 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 He yeah. he escapes this collapsing tower. Grandpa is, like, seemingly nowhere to be seen. However, you see in credits he survives. And I think invents electricity, which is another side topic. And then you're like, okay, what happened to Dad? He also disappeared. And, like, at the very end of the movie, during the credits, you see, like, a little submarine, like, character type thing that they did uh, during the movie. And you're like, okay, so Dad's alive, too. They're obviously setting this up for a second movie. And, or like, you know, they can make this into something else, like after. And, nope. They, nope. I, I, it just, the decisions of where they wanted to go with the story just makes no sense.
2: I agree. A lot of it was, like, left open ended. A lot of it. Like, I feel like when they have the. The guys from the British, uh, Secret Service or whatever you want to call them, interfering and whatnot—that they've been known for a while and that they've known like this family. But the only thing you get is like, no, they're they're doing bigger Steam things too. That's all they're doing. Like, there's two, three warring Steam factions. We'll say there's the O'Hara Corporation. There's the British secret service which has tanks for whatever reason and then there's like the steam doctors which are trying to make like legit stuff instead of making weapons and it gets you so fast into that story that i found like i I did feel lost at parts and it just felt weird it didn't really feel like like the world is lived in and the world is fleshed out to for most but for me, I just, I don't know. I, I got lost a couple times.
1: Also, the fact that every nation was prepared and ready to go to war, it's like, wait, like, but there's no yeah, real, weird. there's like no real reason to go to war. They, they, they it's never not gave that us. They're
0: prepared to go to war. It's that, that they want to be, they want to have the weaponry in, to go to war if need be, or even to become the superpower. That's how I, that's how I feel. Saw it being presented as yeah, because Cause why why else have an arms deal? This would be it was. It was an arms
4: deal. World War One period. I don't remember. Did they say like a rough uh, time I, period? Was it? I think so.
0: Yeah, maybe before World War One, even.
4: Yeah, so this like because they they hadn't seen um, the air soldiers, like the idea of an air force mm-hmm. was the the other guy, the Stevenson guy, the like secondary lieutenant one. He like commented to commented on the. Uh, like the ingeniousness of having an air force because it's obviously a new concept um yeah i, I didn't think it was it was less that they were wanting to go to war more that they were preparing for the eventuality like you know everyone always wants to have the biggest stick essentially
0: yeah like in the beginning they even said that the O'Hars, uh they had the uh they sold the arms to both sides of the war right. for the Civil War, whatever it was. So, like, it's already known that they sell weapons. So, like, why wouldn't they keep making weapons and sell to people all over the world or countries all over the
4: world?
1: I wonder if, uh I wonder if, uh shit, what is it, UK, British, the British Army or British military, they're like, oh, man, why aren't they selling to us? Because like I feel like every every superpower every country was there to buy weapons and then there's just like they just seemingly didn't get the invite. Uh, although then again I guess it is due to the fact that like their mad scientist was rivals with the other mad scientists, so it's like okay, don't deal to these mad scientists; they're probably working on something themselves.
0: Well, that was the other thing when you see the uh, that one guy with the tanks uh, and the admiral the general whoever the fuck it was like he even said we need to keep the those steam guys in their place because they're just commoners who are just geniuses yeah this they learn by themselves and that's why like we have to keep them in their place the nobles the wealthy they're the ones that need to profit off of these deals that's why we we're working with him even though he's not giving us great uh munitions or or devices yeah this
4: is like colonial britain so they're the primary power and O'Hara is the the American steam faction. Stevenson is the name of the British yeah. guy and he's got his own inventions but they're not as good as the big I guess technological marvel which is the Steam Ball created by this third faction which is uh, Patrick Stewart's character um,
0: the, the, the Steam Family Yeah and
4: that's sort of like the game changer and so there's like a there's an arms race I guess you know between yeah. Britain and the rest of the world um so I think I think that makes sense if we're talking about mm-hmm. that period of British history. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they
2: also um the when they're doing the World's Fair, like that World's Fair was one of the most famous ones uh because like it had so many advances in technology and then immediately after like a humongous fire broke out and like destroyed the entire exhibition. Huh. Really? Uh, And and all of Yeah. And all of that stuff. Like that that place where it's held it like got completely destroyed. And that's why like um London, England at the time was a very big um I guess Kickstarter kind of group where they were like, We gotta have fire stations, we gotta have like fire brigades, we gotta have access to water at all times, like we can't let this continue to happen. Kinda thing. And they kinda set the bar for like I think they have the most fire stations per square kilometer in the world. And they also have currently, or it was last year, like the, the fewest fire related deaths in the world. Just because of how quickly they respond and how efficient they are. Hmm. Um, huh. But the one thing That's I, cool. like, I look for weird stuff in movies all the time. And in this one, when they're like doing the panoramic and you see all the countries that are there. Uh, They showed the Canadian flag, like our current flag, and that wasn't adopted until like after the 1950s. So that's my only pet peeve in this entire <laughs> film besides the Rocky story is that like you're using a flag that's not invented yet. Like get your shit together. Uh, But again, it, like ha- I-, I don't know how many animation studios <laughs> are-, are paying an intern or not paying an intern to do that research.
4: That's pretty funny, also, I did not realize it was a real building. I just assumed it was made out for the movie
2: no no yeah i I'll, I'll I'll look it up I'll look it up later and I'll send it to you guys yeah it's, what it's did really they what did they
1: call it in this movie because it wasn't the world's fair it was something different. It was
4: the exhibition yeah. yeah, there you go that's what it was um but yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it now it's all I don't think there's like one like black and white photo but a lot of it's just uh, uh re like drawings of it It's exactly what it looks like in the movie though very cool, yeah, it is really cool. Nice
1: um, nice that there was actually some history. Oh, sorry. I was going to say just nice that there is actually some sort of history in there that like, I actually, I didn't know that. I didn't do the research after the movie. I was kind of (laughs) just, I don't know. This, this movie left a bad taste in my mouth.
2: Fun fact for me, that research about knowing about that building is not research I did afterwards. It's like Wikipedia wormhole research I did maybe like eight or nine years ago, at a job where I was at a computer and had no work to do, legitimately for a good three and a half hours, <laughs> I was just
0: gonna be like, "Man, ca- fucking Canada with their education system is way better than America." No, anything but like what they want me to know. <laughs> no, they
2: they want me to know that hey, if you got downtime at work and you should be brushing up on your tech support skills, definitely don't go on Wikipedia for three hours and wait for a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie, um. But a lot of it, I really appreciated. A lot of the historical stuff, like having queen the queen there, and like in traditionally what they would have worn. uh A lot of the houses and structures and and buildings were, although like an alternate more steam era, um, still functionally what they would have been like in that time period. Having the everything covered in soot, because Scarlet makes that comment. Like, we're led to believe she's from America and they don't have the big industrial revolution going on over there. But she comes to London and complains that everything's covered in soot. And that was a humongous problem pretty much up until the early 1900s where everyone was burning coal at such an alarming rate that, like, you, you would get the black lung from walking to work.
1: That, and she comments at the fact that the, the river fucking smells
2: so bad and i think that was up until like just after world war 2 that was a problem too like i think they they i i, I certainly hope uh the, the river Thames isn't uh as gross as it seems but like some people live in new york city and they live on like the lower east side and i hear the hudson's not not pretty
4: yeah i don't think the Thames is any good today either because it's still like I mean, maybe i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it's still pretty heavily trafficked yeah, Am I might be incorrect there. I don't live in London. What do I know?
2: <laughs> None of us so, do. Yay! I mean, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> yay. Uh <laughs> but I I think like this film like where it falls short, although with our characters or or with the story, um going back to the animation in in certain points. There's a scene where after they walk up to the observation deck and then they're like uh, Scarlet and Ray are trying to leave. it almost looked rotoscoped, like it like their movements were so fluid and so real that I probably should have looked in production notes to see if that was something because they they kind of stop on, on a dime, we'll say, and they turn to run, and it looks very well done. And there's no change in the scene, there's no change in the camera shot. It's just a, a static shot of them coming down and turning and i really appreciated that because then like you see higher animation quality and you're led to believe like this this well we saw the wikipedia entry there it was an expensive film and if you're going to spend the money to make something look great you better make it look great the
1: one uh outstanding scene that i like kind of noticed um that stood out to me was near the very beginning when they're still at the <clears throat> When they're still at the house and the Secret Service people from the private company, they, they're they coming to invo- uh, invade the house. They kind of mm-hmm. do the, not necessarily panoramic shift, for, for the lack of a better term and term I can't remember. They do the shift from the staircase over, kind of like they just shift the camera over from staircase to hallway. Uh, Kind of like moving a camera at a 90 degree angle or like an eight, a 180, no, not necessarily 180. It would be like a 180 or 90 degree shift and to me that kind of stood out cuz it was one of those things like huh this was made in the early 2000s like a lot of people don't even do that now like that's mm. it's it was a really cool scene to watch at the beginning but that was the only thing that really stood out to me um throughout the entire film i guess there were a few other minor instances that i thought were really nice but yeah the uh the shift in the house scene was really cool
4: yeah, I'd say I don't have any complaints with how this movie was directed, I think. Um, I was never confused as to what was going on in a scene. Uh, even with all the super high energy chase scenes. Um, and like, you know, when he's flying around on the steam ball or the jetpack or whatever it was. You know, all that stuff was framed really well. I could always tell what was going on. Even when you're dealing with like huge explosions and stuff, they framed them really well. Gave really cool perspectives on stuff, like the the castle over over London and freezing the whole town. Lots of really cool shots there. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, yeah, a whole lot of that stuff, um, which I think speaks to you know good direction or good episode direction or storyboarding, whatever it is, whoever responsible for that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think so if I really noticed let's... any music. Oh. You think of- oh I didn't yeah I, I didn't that's, either yeah
1: that's that's why I said the only thing that I really like commend was the audio mixing because like explosions essentially like the second half of the movie explosions kind of took place of everything you could hear in the movie other than dialogue like that there was no music there was no background like I, I enjoyed the music better from um crap what was it called the uh, Land of the Lustrous, like they had better just standstill music than this movie.
4: Yeah, but that's that's just a goddamn but masterpiece. That's
1: not, that's not fair. Yeah, you can't compete. Fair, I mean, we we never we I never yeah, I wasn't yeah. on that episode. I did a pre-recording for that episode. I yes. was not a fan of that show. But and we, 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 we can talk about that, that, you're that you're in another. we that. Absolutely. We, we can it. we can talk about that in another podcast. The last thing I want to bring up, uh, for like that, I personally kind of had beef with with this movie uh and i'll just pose a question would you consider this movie steampunk because uh, i wouldn't Hmm.
2: i would like i would yeah. in a sense that it has steampunk theme but to say it is completely a steampunk film i would have to say no
1: i feel like they were trying to go for steampunk like you the Best use of Steampunk, other than the actual Steam, was the uh, in the tower. The dad, when he's in like the control seat and he's got like the, the, the hands like, plugging micros-
4: into the console or something,
1: you got the hands plugging into the that console, cool. and then you got the microscopes or whatever, just like giving him a 360 uh, yeah. view of anything like that. that. Cool. And then, and then the rifle that they were shooting, Ray, uh, like they were trying to shoot Ray with, they had all the different lenses. That was like the only thing I could really pick out that i would say would steampunk other than that like this movie just i feel like it tried to do so much and it just fell short of everything that it tried to do i in- think including that
4: i think it's not quite uh full wall steampunk but i think the core concept of the movie lend itself to it like i mean in my mind steampunk is like alternate history where steam became the leading producer of power instead of electricity well, what it or is. coal right but that's exactly uh, what this the, is.
0: We have an idea of what steampunk is because of like all these other media things and everything. But steampunk is literally just steam is the alt the power source. Right. That's it. And that's what this is. And because is. steam is the power source in this, it is steampunk. And then
4: also I think of like um you know with an alternate history comes alternate technology, so there's a lot of like technological differences to how we do things because of steam like you know the classic aesthetic of like lots of gears and stuff. I think this maybe did less of yeah. that, but I think ultimately stayed true to, you know, the core concept, which is that Steam is the, the the key power to things, and that, you know, the castle flying through the sky, a giant castle, you know, with Steam shooting at the bottom, um, I don't know, that seemed very Steampunk to me, but also I think, you know, all the weapons yeah. and stuff was not Steampunk, but then you've got the robot soldiers, or the guys in the suits with gears on them, you know, that's very Steampunk, I don't know, it wasn't, I think it was steampunk egregiously... Steampunk adjacent? Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah. uh, steampunk light, I guess, but I feel like that's actually <laughs> that's actually real steampunk though, like all the stuff that Wanna goes be, overboard.
1: Wanna be steampunk, but yeah, I don't know. Like to me, I felt like I guess what they went steampunk technical, they didn't go steampunk aesthetic.
4: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, if they did that, I think this should have been like it would have it would have made it lesser because like the entire thing is like having this having that like. Realness to it, to where like this is part of history, but they just put steam instead of whatever power source was. I'm instead it would have been like fucking boiler hats, do with monocles and stupid fucking mustaches and shit like that. I'm like, no, I don't need that in my life.
1: But they they had people with monocles. They had people with mustaches.
4: Was in not to the
0: degree that we're thinking of like hipster type shit. That's what I'm saying. I like the the not like what's the not the the.
1: I would like to disagree. The steampunk
0: that is shown through media or like anything else, the i, the image of steampunk that is in, immediately in the head when that word is said. This is what I think truer steampunk would be. Yeah, that's what I was without saying. That fictional aspect to it. I think
4: this movie was like actual steampunk, and the, the the stuff you see, um, what's that game? You know, the steam heist or something like that. Like it's like the robots yeah, whatever, and they've yeah. That that aesthetic that is like. I don't want to say a bastardization, but it's like you know, full ball. That's like yeah, you know, really full on. Uh, everything is steampunk, like no holds barred. There's no attempt to marry this with reality. It's just a completely separate universe. Whereas this is more oh, like okay. this is more like this is reality, but instead of coal, it's steam. And here's what would change. Here's what wouldn't change. Uh, and that's what it looks like. And I think I prefer that over. Top hats and goggles and ruffled skirts. Personally, I don't I know.
1: I, I, I maybe I would have gotten into it more if it did like the steampunk history and steampunk aesthetic. I, I don't know. I think but, to be
0: but fair, to stick around for another half hour of the movie. Frank, I think you don't want to be in that movie. I, like, I think. No? Uh, <laughs> I
4: think to be fair to Frank, the po- if you look at, the, I'm looking at the poster now. I mean, that's like pretty close to what we imagine popular steampunk design to be and that's what i said but you you always in
0: the beginning where like i did not expect this movie to be like as real as it was and i was i was happy with it at the end of it like i loved it so
1: yeah and and to to kind of put not into perspective of the poster but to kind of bring up the poster of the movie like this is another one of those things like you watch a trailer and you kind of see the end of the movie like you can tell what happens in the movie like that poster is the end of the movie he doesn't wear any of those clothes until the end of the movie you don't see him ride the steam ball until the end of the movie like that steam ball only happens for maybe 10 minutes total of the movie but like in the last half hour so it's true True. to me it was like that if you're gonna try and sell a movie don't sell the end of the movie sell sell the movie
4: I don't know it's I don't an know. adventure movie. I, I don't I think they would yeah, just go Yeah, that's that's with the a cool great shot. way to
0: sell a movie being like, "Hey, this is a cool thing." The poster is what's supposed to get people in. Like, this is a cool-looking poster. That's why i was like, "Oh, I'm into this." But, Did it happen right away? No. I don't expect it to either.
1: Well, that's the thing. To me, if I see a poster and I'm expecting that on the poster, I'm not expecting that for the last 10 minutes. I'm expecting that for the whole movie. I think that's just a difference of just expectations, but to me, if you're If you're giving me a poster and it's showing me, like, this awesome character, like, flying through the air, like, I'm expecting that the entire movie. And for Uh it to be, like, the last 10, 30 minutes, like, that's just kind of a disappointment If uh, amongst other words.
2: I'm just looking at a bunch of movie posters just to see if I can be a jerk and be like, wow uh this movie um well i i don't but... need to
4: look at a bunch of movie posters i can just no
2: but i'm just saying like the <laughs> to a know lot Frank's of wrong, these yeah. Say, yeah 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 <laughs> like this, <laughs> this is like but... marketing
4: yeah it's 100 percent marketing works it's like it works. i've seen it so many times and like so much stuff i just I can't really Do think the only example right movie
2: in. i can pull up from 2019 ish is like into the spider-verse where it has a movie poster of Miles doing that thing where he jumped upside down in right. his yeah. his Jordans, like that's the only one I see that's like essentially in the last twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. and and the but here's the thing: the difference between that movie and this movie that movie had everything this movie lacked. It had charm. It had characters that actually were interesting. It had a story. But you it don't know that story. looking at the poster. True.
0: But right. when
4: you look at... But like it's like, We're okay. talking
0: about the poster, though, and that's what the okay. subject was you brought that's up. That
4: sort of exposes the, the problem with your point, though, is that you okay. like that movie, okay. so Hold the poster is fine. Let me,
1: let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me backtrack here. Then... <laughs> so, yes, you're right. Uh, that does expose that like a little bit, but here's the thing. Like, that movie also like had him in that costume for a majority of the movie it wasn't just the last 10 minutes like the jordans be damned like he was in that suit for a good mi- a good bit of the time this Technically no Was he? Was he? No, I thought, I thought it was the was.
0: last 10 minutes a a halloween costume
4: Yeah. Mm. He got the he suit. was
0: not in the spider his his miles morales spider-verse suit he was not in a, an actual Spider-Man suit it was a Halloween costume he got at a fucking dollar store. Some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he he
4: he got the. I think they all get captured or something, right? Something happens to them. Yeah, they when go they go him. out and do a mission without yeah. him, he
0: returns to Aunt May and just like, all right, I'm gonna suit up. Let's fucking yeah. go. And then the best okay. scene in the entire fucking Marvel universe has ever happened right there, jumping off that fucking. Yeah, I, I, I mean right. to, to be go. fair, like
4: the whole like last act of the movie, he's in that costume from when he gets the costume to the end of the movie, he's in that, and it's him like popping off with it. Um. But I think I don't know. The poster point is like very nitpicky. There's a lot of problems with the movie, yeah. and I think that's not one of them. Not a fair point, that's anyway. That's
0: true. I agree.
1: That's, okay, that's that's fine. I'm just I am being nitpicky at this point. Um, but yeah, to to that point, just like it when you're like when you look at a poster though, like there's a difference between what looking at a poster of Spider Man and knowing what you're getting into, and looking at a poster yeah. of Steam Boy and knowing what you're getting into. Yeah, I think true. that's 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 a little bit of a disparity of differences in what we're talking about cuz I I was expecting this like high flying adventure and flight didn't happen until the steel battalion came out in the war like war demonstration which let's talk about that that was a weird fucking thing was it was it not <laughs> yeah. to anybody yeah, else agree. yeah i mean like, they declared they, war let's, on let's the empire just... of
4: britain like
1: while
2: well, inside yeah, the empire they just started shooting each
4: other <laughs>
0: they declared and no war one yeah, they declared. no one cared no one was happening really... outside and no one gave a there shit there was a guy they leaning casually declared. on the
4: rail watching it happen i'm like bird he's, he's like watching, oh i put that race in race all caps in my curious. notes
0: Why does no one care about the battle going on outside? And then there's
1: there's just this old fat bald, like mostly bald man. That's just trying to peddle these weapons. Like, if you see here, here's this steel battalion that will, uh, that can withstand bullets and do this. And then the tanks come out and just wreck them. And they're like, okay, here's for act two. It's like, he's got an answer for everything. Like it was just the weirdest kind of sales pitch in the middle of a war movie. Like, uh, it was like, so out of place. It was really like, it was funny. It was funny to me. I was just like, what is like, I get it. You're trying to sell weapons, but like by declaring war, like a private company declaring war on a country.
4: This was very cartoon villain. Um, and like, if you think about like the political consequences of this sort of stuff, it's like very quickly you realize this is absurd. You know, you can't declare war on a country, especially not as a private company, and not get obliterated. Like, where are they going to return to? Is America going to take them in after they declared war on one of their allies? I assume America and Britain are allied.
1: Well, the they war, had actually. everybody that everybody that they were trying to sell weapons to was all there, and they're like, oh, yes. Yeah. so it's like, would they all declare war on Britain as well?
4: Right, but I, don't, I mean, technically, I don't think they knew they were there, but it, yeah, I think the whole situation was absurd, for sure. I totally agree. It
1: was yeah. It was funny as uh, that, that is just a, a bizarre, valid criticism. That was a bizarre scene of all things. Yeah. But, yeah. I yeah like there's there's a lot of nitpicking I can do and I've already done. I yeah.
0: Let's talk about something really cool. Like, really fucking cool. All right, give it when to me. When that thing turned into a flying castle, I was like, let's fucking go. Ganon's castle exists. <laughs> and my brother said next to me like, Alexander. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, Final yeah, Fantasy Yeah, Final 14. Fantasy Alexander. <laughs> Alexander. That's Alexander. He's... Paint it gold and give it to me. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he showed me pictures, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Alexander.
4: Yeah, Alexander's like steam powered and shit. It's awesome. I think it was a really cool concept that... uh. I really like the idea of the steam freezing stuff instead of burning it. because um, I, I, I noticed it happened like when they would at this towards the start of the movie when he used the steam thing it like froze stuff or it appeared to freeze stuff. I'm like, that don't make any sense. Is it just a weird way of presenting how hot it's getting? And then later they they sort of explain that like when it's compressed to a certain level, uh it instead becomes extremely cold as it evacuates the chamber. Which I thought was I, mean, I don't know how true that explanation is scientifically, but it's cool enough in the movie to make everything frozen. This is cool. It's talking
1: of, talking about this has brought two things to my remembrance that I do want to discuss. That these are also other weird nitpicks that I'm just like, the <laughs> fuck. So they freeze the entire like city block uh, when they're trying to get back to the Thames River. However. They like dude it with one finger, and the entire thing falls apart. What?
2: Wait, what? So, the yeah, guy pokes kid, the some, guy. Yeah. The
1: kid pokes the ice, and all of the ice just breaks magically, dusts away as if it's snowing on a winter's day. And How it's
2: do we just know he doesn't. He is not an ice bender. <laughs> God damn it, Drew! God
1: damn well, it, Drew! Well, <laughs> I mean,
4: to be fair, it's it's frozen because of the steam. It's not frozen because of the temperature. So, yeah. once the steam leaves so, the area... I
0: think... I just looked this up. There is no such thing as cold steam. I think what they were going <gasps> with is this idea of, like... If you've seen those videos of, like, uh, get a pot of boiling water and throw it into the cold... Yes. It just evaporates instantly. It's gone. It's just a cloud of smoke, right? No, that, that's I not it. That I think they are talking about... I don't think that's it. Is it not? No, it because just, just...
4: because in those videos... I mean, maybe visually... Maybe that's what you're talking about? Well, that's what I'm talking about visually. Yeah, I mean, the principles are completely different. Like, the difference there is that the temperature outside is extremely cold, and you're throwing something very hot. Yeah, but
0: my point is, like, for, for what their idea is, because that doesn't exist and it's impossible, is that what they're doing is they're causing that effect to such a degree with such pressure that it instantly freezes it. So by that logic, when the kid pokes it and it shatters, it makes sense because it's completely fragile.
4: Mm, I Which, think they're based. Yeah, it...
0: it doesn't make much sense, but at the same time, it's a fucking movie, and I'm not gonna think too much into it. Yeah, no, that.
4: I don't think this like holds up, you know, scientifically at all. But I think they're basing it off the idea. There's a similar phenomenon that happens. I think in a vacuum, when you like remove oxygen and completely de- completely pressurize or depressurize a chamber, uh it becomes extremely cold and freezes. And I think that's sort of the <laughs> principle they're basing that on. I mean, you I don't know. Right. I can't speak to read their minds or anything. I'm just guessing. That's what we they're need a for. Kevin in this group, you
1: know? <laughs> it ain't me.
2: Um, science, point number science, science, science with
4: All someone. Right.
1: Silver. Second point. second point. Very big. Be- like they they talk about like oh we use this highly like specialized mineral water. Then you're like okay, and they like that's the very first scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. It is just kind of like this over, like, it. So here, here's where I get confused, and somebody clarify this for me, if they can. They, oh shit! Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but um, we're Learn moving. I everything about it. Yeah, there's a lot of tape taping and boxes being filled in the background. So, um, yeah, it's fine. Anyways, the they go into the caves and they find this like m- super pure mineral water, and they're like, oh. How long will this take to replenish? Do you think fifty years? nah probably a hundred <laughs> and then they go into this like vacuum chamber, do they like fill the balls with the mineral water there yes and and that's been pressur like that's
4: that's yes. what made yep. the balls yep. pressurize for yep. so long yes so but the, then but the, did the they magical... did they give oh go for it sorry. The magical technology that the whole movie is based around is that they took this incredibly pure uh, water with zero like mineral content in it, and pressure, and because of the like purity of it, they were able to pressurize it to such a degree that they were able to fit an enormous amount of water or like fuel essentially for the steam into this ball and pressurize it so that you could release a near infinite amount of steam from the ball. It's all total...
0: They made an arc reactor in the steampunk. Right, thing.
4: it's like total cool. bullshit, Um, but yeah, that's the, the sort of the core concept.
1: Question two. Did they say how much time passed between the explosion in the laboratory and when they sent the three ball years? to the little kid?
2: Three years? Three months? Oh, it was, no.
0: I, it was in the beginning at some point. I don't remember, though.
4: Because no, if... I
1: don't remember seeing dates.
4: It would have been very re- recent, right? Like, from the explosion happening and killing his dad in quotation marks, and then the ball being sent home, because the grandpa came right after following the ball. So I assume the dad would have died in the accident, or so they assume. I would
0: assume less than a year would have transpired, just because like we don't know what happened in between, and if he's been like on the run from them for however long. No,
4: that's true, then... because the dad also had to build the whole castle, right?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say build, you had to build, build most of
0: the castle and like become like a metal man. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Which also like why uh, last point, I swear well, to God. Why actually
0: the castle might have already been mostly built because it's the fun land.
1: What? The or I the, think yeah, turns the, the into amusement like the amusement park the, the, the at the end.
0: Amusement park. Like he hadn't a dream, the grandfather hadn't dreamed of an amusement park for the the steam tower whatever it was so maybe that was already built but the power source was the issue and that's when they learned steered toward that
1: i don't know that could be it it. um but oh shit yeah the last part i wanted to touch on again this is like the third time i say last thing (laughs) the dad being a metal man why why not shave his hair, and also why the metal I, plate okay, on his face? the shit out of me, too. Just why, shave it. Just shave Let your hair, and why the metal plate on your face? Yeah, you got burned, but, like, you look yeah, fucking Carlos weirder with a metal plate over half your face than you do with burn marks. He
0: looks so much cooler, though, dude. No, like he, he doesn't. He looks I mean, he pretty cool to me. Fucking metal he man looks, looks so like a goddamn nerd, all right? Fucking if- cyber You just wish you were dun 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 dun. a cyborg, dude.
1: Is that? I mean, Cyberpunk's coming soon, right? Like once Cyberpunk releases, For we're sale, that like that becomes challenged! reality. <laughs> like <laughs> Cyberpunk, the game comes out, and we that like that becomes reality, right? That's how that works.
0: I mean, if you get a full dive system, you just go on in. Hmm. You know, be Kirito.
1: On <laughs> on. <Voice> oh boy, good old Sao. Anywho, yeah. Then I- that's, that's, that's all I gotta discuss about this movie I don't <laughs> know if you guys want to touch about anything else But I think I've said enough
2: <laughs> Frank is grumpy um, I will say My I...
0: favorite thing about this movie is the grandfather Because he's just He's just yes. a character He's yes. crazy, he's intelligent And he's fucking shocked To me the only good like... character in this <laughs> show calls a, call, There's a whole speech of calling him a steam boy And it's like Wait, what? <laughs> Also, it's yeah, I'm like, like, gonna like, blow this like, tower up. We're like, in the city. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That,
1: I, I, so, I will say that Grandpa was the best character of this this entire movie. Like, his character was so well written and just like he, you could be unapologetically Grandpa and like crazy, but like his character was just so much fun. I I will say that his character was really well done, but um, yeah. Th- fucking old man strength (laughs) just turning all these giant (laughs) wheels like it was yeah that was funny I I I mean he's been
0: doing for so long I would assume he's fucking stronger than anyone of us but yeah
1: like the second (laughs) half of the movie he's got no shirt on you just see he's just like skin and bones and yet he's still just like like... Master Roshi (laughs) yeah Yeah, he was he was entertaining
2: for sure
4: Hmm.
2: I enjoyed most of the characters i want to say but like i like i mentioned earlier the early well early the story as a whole kind of fell flat it was a very nice movie to watch but would i re-watch it probably not
1: i'd agree uh, i'm not rewatching it even though i think the english voice acting might do a little bit more for me I just I don't think I will, cause I I don't want to hear that little girl complain any fucking more.
2: Oh, she was she was just the worst.
1: Like probably she,
0: be watching it next month, probably. She <laughs>
1: was she was the equivalent to fucking the bratty child from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But dad, oh, I yeah, want an yeah, oompa yeah. loompa yeah. now. I mean,
4: yeah, she's basically that character, but she never like, like redeems herself. Well, I mean, I just, guess that's the same Willy Wonka.
1: Yeah, I mean, neither really redeem themselves in this in either movie. Well,
4: yeah.
0: I will say you get at least the idea that it will happen, especially with the credits, but like at the same time like she's like I'm going to go talk to Ray and then she leaves and she's in the middle of a battlefield and bullets are flying all around her and she gets a sense like, "Oh, these are real people and they're dead." And she gets like <laughs> shell shock and then all the events happen of the end of the movie. Like, you don't get to see it happen, but I, based off of the credit scenes that we get to see at the end, it's like, yeah, it happens.
1: Well, she but gets shell shocked. Unfortunately, we don't get to see it. She gets shell-shocked for, like, a moment, and then she's like, where's my butler? Tell tell me, butler, what is going on? He's not the butler. He seems like a butler who...
2: (laughs) What else is he?
1: Like, it's just like, butler, what the hell's going on? Why are you doing this? Oh, you're waging war? Cool, do not lose. Like... She just i will take my up. tea in the study um, <laughs> where's so... my goddamn dog <laughs> i need i, <laughs> a, I need to punch something oh, oh that poor dog also I that guess. dog had a big ass head
2: <laughs> It was yeah god those um, little
1: ankle biters anyways
2: with us throwing steam boy into the ground and to never be talked about again <laughs> about again what, I'll are, talk about again. what are we watching me. next <laughs>
0: Oh, we're going to be watching A Place Further Than the Universe. Hell yeah. My absolute favorite anime. Let's
1: and hope I, let's hope I like this. It?
2: Silver, silver, give us the elevator pitch without spoiling it.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, four high school girls go on a trip to Antarctica, all of which have their own issues and problems and things they want to overcome, and it is a great story about building friendships uh, amongst four seemingly strangers. Alright. So, so I gotta
2: know.
4: Sounds sounds like fun. Truly well, an excellent show.
2: Well, at this point, I want to thank you all for joining us today. We appreciate any and all feedback you have for us. Like I mentioned at the beginning, you can email us at bakakopodcast at gmail.com or tweet us as well at bakakopodcast. I'm definitely going to try and make some um surveys and and daily memes maybe even goofy just anime pictures to make it more active because I want to reach more people and hopefully more people start listening and uh, eventually we can do a patreon and do dumb stuff which we can get paid for
1: <laughs> as as the kids like to say share like subscribe
2: yeah um and with that uh hopefully you'll tune in for our next episode uh and we'll see you then